Jam Space. Call me Coyote, I'm in the pack, running fast, not looking back, through the desert, cactus stack, spending money, all the blacks, on my feet, dirt is the order, all snap, there's disorder, I'm running, running through the heat, all snap, I'm running, running, running. Coyotes in the desert. Coyotes in the desert. Rattlesnakes. Desertous creatures. No thanks. The wind it blows and it howls, and the cactus is pushed to its limits. The cactus almost falls over. Because inside the cactus is soft cactus fruit. The tough exterior. But inside, it's a soft little fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the story of the cactus. We're all yeah, a little yeah, like yeah. I guess we're all a little like the cactus, you might say. Tough yeah, on the yeah, outside. Yeah. But soft on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the eye of the coyote. Ah! Welcome to Jam Space. <laughs> That's right, y'all. That's a hot new track called Eye of the Coyote. Eye of the Coyote. <laughs> it is so great. Hey, what? man, it's me, your boy, Colton Dunn. Oh, it's yeah, boy, Colton Dunn. My name is Scott Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, like the Dodgers with an R at the beginning. Who else is here? That is Colton Dunn and Scott Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. I am Janine Hogan. I won't spell it out. Please don't. That's my thing. J-A-N-I-E-H-O-G-A-N. Boom. J9 Hogan. And we are the Jam Space hosts. Of course, with us, as always, we have on the ones and the zeros and tickling Mm -hmm. the blacks and the whites. He's the black and white tickler, they call him. (laughs) (laughs) Number 11 most wanted on the FBI, the black and white tickler. Hey, Alex, Alex are you there? Hey, and I'm stepping on the blacks and whites now, too. You're stepping on the blacks and whites. (laughs) You sound like corporations. (laughs) Yeah, I just got a a Moog Taurus, which is a... That's doing that with my feet. Oh, oh, that's cool. I did notice a difference. So, I was like, uh, he had yeah. nine hands. Yeah, I was so, like, he uh, got a looper. Shout out to uh, Rosen Sound for fixing this thing. Sweet. Thank what's you, Rosen. And again, what's it called, Alex? It's a Moog Taurus. Taurus, like the bull. Like a yeah, and you play it with your feet. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's wow. awesome. How about let's hear a little bit more? It sounds awesome. Oh yeah, it sounds like. Uh, like if you're like an 80s movie and like you look in your rearview mirror and there's like some guy on a motorcycle who's following you. <laughs> oh shit. Wait, the guy is still there. How'd they get us? How'd they find us? What do we do? I like that we're all in this moment of do we do another song or do we keep <laughs> well, doing Well, we can't do another song thing? without introducing uh, <laughs> shooting all this on video. You can check out a lot of his you know, see so all of his stuff. Obviously, we, we promote the shows on our socials. Yeah. But if you want to see more of the videos and you can see what uh, our boy Nick is doing, you can what check do you, out. What do you check out, Colton? You check out our Patreon. Our Patreon. That's true. Yeah. You can also check out NickBaron.com. Yes. With his brand new 
Yeah, you you put a little reel together, and Nick does awesome video stuff oh, all yeah. across the board. Graphics, you name it. Graphics, Hire him, wouldn't music, you? It's Hollywood. It's Nick. A lot of the songs, uh, some of the some of the segment uh, songs on our show. Hollywood, Nick Baron, Hollywood, sitting in Nick a gold Baron. chair. How you feel, Nick? <laughs> there feel it gold? is. Stay gold, pony boy. Love it. And uh, we have a wonderful guest in We the have house. an incredible guest. That's mm-hmm. right. Who wants to introduce him? Uh, I do. do you want to introduce him, Jane? Yeah. This is my best friend in the whole world. Whoa! An extremely talented writer and comedian. The sweet boy that we all love, Edgar Montplazier. Oh, wow. That's very, very kind. Thank that's you very so nice. much. That's very, very What's kind. What's up, Edgar? What's up? Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Colton. Yeah, Thank good you, to see you, man. Thank Alex. you for being here. Yep. Edgar showed up right on time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Literally, the last episode ended, we walked outside to take a picture. He was rolling up, like, let's right. do this. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, uh, I'm trying to make that my reputation, that I'm always right on time. Boom. Love I it. A big fan of that. I never. Yeah, that's cr- That's That says a lot about somebody. Thank you. I always up. try to be 10 minutes early. That's my thing. Really? I'm always 10 minutes early. That's good. I like to be a good 45 minutes early. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Really? That's a lot. That's, that's minimum. minimum. What time did you get here today? Uh, mm. Yeah, well, hold on a second. I believe, <laughs> yeah, I had to get a, I had to get some stuff. We we've we're in our new space, our temporary space, and I had to get some eighth inch to quarter inch adapters. Yeah, don't headphones. you love getting those adapters? Um, oh yeah, those are it feels like them. the places to get them have like shrunk because like hard. everything's online now. Like yeah. you know, you used to be yeah. able to go to Radio Shack or something right. like that. That's those right. are gone. There's only like one it. guitar center in Los Angeles. Yeah, what the heck? It's uh, and one already broke. One, one of them already. broke. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. shout out to Guitar Center for selling shit that broke immediately after <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, so what, what did you get up to today, Edgar? What were you doing before you came here? I was uh, I was at the gym. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose some weight. I, Good. Uh, really? I've got in the writer's room 15. Okay. You okay. know when you like. I feel like when I was broke, I mean, I'm still broke, but when I was broker, you know, I wouldn't eat like all the time. And now that it's like, what do you want to eat? We're buying. Yeah. It just went crazy. What writer's room are you working in? I was in a show called What Just Happened with Fred Savage. Oh, cool. That's a very, uh, very popular show. Yeah. Yeah, man. People love that show. Yeah. Uh, It was fun. I just like couldn't control myself. Yeah. I mean, did they have those um, those little peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They oh, had those. Oh, man. Uh, rice, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. rice Krispie Treats as well. Yeah, man. Smart Pop. I was, oh. just, I was going ham every day. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Writer's rooms are horrible places to try to maintain yes. any kind of diet. Yeah. Like they would be like, uh, oh, man, we really can't figure out this story beat. What should we do? And I was like, I don't know. Let's snack. Let's have some more <laughs> snacks and yeah. just break this and thing. And then we'll break this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Awesome, guys. Well, if you guys want to jump in on this conversation, <laughs> right now, feel free. Uh, yeah, I was uh, like, uh, no, my, uh, man. I just, I, I felt the silence, and I was like, holy moly, mm. it's silent. It's pretty. It was pretty quiet. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think for me, I always start the day in in a writer's room. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do good today. Yeah. I'll start food the day wise. Some, yeah, food wise. And sometimes yeah. I'll even like make a lunch for myself. I'll be like, all right, I'll bring the lunch in. But around like. Two between two and three o'clock, mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't help it. No, I'll be like all right, it's time for some goldfish. Absolutely. I need you know. And then the wheels come because you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna go take a nap. No, which <laughs> is what I, I would normally do. Like if I'm at home and I'm going on a, and I'm on a diet or something, and I get like that midday thing where I want a snack, I'll just go take a nap. Yeah, just oh. sleep through it until, until it's time cool. to eat again. <laughs> That's smart. Just fucking yeah. grizzly bear that shit and sleep through the hunger, you know? Yeah, for me, once I start snacking, like the wheels come up. Like, I can't go back. I'm not good yeah. at moderation. So, like, just like being on set, you, where writer's room set, and then being on set as an actor, you have to look, you have to physically perform There's way more pressure, yeah. There's way like more pressure. And eat a huge breakfast burrito and, you know, all this stuff. And then it's like, oh, let me... Uh, now try to be an actor in something but do, uh, do you snack when you're on set i yeah i'm pretty i have a pretty weak willpower <laughs> i think sometimes uh, i did this thing where it's you get a new part and you're like i'm gonna get in shape for this part. yeah <laughs> yeah my character is gonna be ripped yeah. and then it gets closer and closer and it's kind of like you know what i think he could just be an average guy <laughs> yeah you know? like, actually maybe if i and i've done this too let me push it 
maybe he's maybe he's fatter than me so i'll be like i should eat more while i'm filming yeah no this is a choice for the so, character so i'm sure more than one thing i've done is you watch different scenes no matter what order they were cut in and it's like okay scott's a little heavier there a little yeah. lighter there <laughs> yeah i go ham on set i don't give a fuck you just eat it all a hundred percent yeah but not no you don't all you, the free you're food. going zero right now well right now yeah but i mean like in general i want your throat disease so yeah. I can stop eating. Genuinely, I I lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I didn't great. like mean to. Oh, thank you. I didn't like mean to, but it could be a way. You hit that. You hit that all liquid diet. Yeah, like when someone like gets like bronchitis and they lose weight, I'm always just like, let me get some of that bronch. <laughs> yeah, people are losing weight on bronchitis. That's <laughs> a heavy disease. If you get it bad, oh man, you can't eat. It makes you like sick to your stomach and stuff. Oh like damn. Oh. You could drop a couple I pounds. I thought you like coughed a lot. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I guess that's technically a workout, right? Yeah, coughing is a workout. Workouts, works out those abs. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm? We're getting spiritual right away? Yeah. I like it. We're getting spiritual right away. What does grandma have to say today? Jerry Millington, my grandma, you know, I, I do this segment where I read the spiritual texts that she sends me every morning. Grandma's been feeling her humor. If you remember last episode, she said, like, she sent me a Jeff Dunham quote, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> if you want to see me as Jeff Dunham, I'm going to be going on tour. All right. Where Finally. I'll, it'll be Scott Rogers. And I ha- as Jeff Dunham, maybe I have a Jeff Dunham puppet. Yeah, I think so. And then so. he has his puppets. Uh, I'm still workshopping yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you guys are touring together. <laughs> yeah, I open for Jeff Dunham. As Jeff Dunham with a yeah. Jeff Dunham puppet on my hand that has his puppet on his hand. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Insanity. And, and so then, uh, and I'm doing his material straight up. And then he comes out. It's so straight up, like just as racist. Yeah, just yeah. All, his, all, all his big racist stuff. Yeah, I, the, the hits. I, oh, I play the hits. And the yeah. sexist stuff, too. <laughs> and the sexist stuff, yeah. Uh, that's what people paid to see, you know? That's what the people want. Yeah, people. it was weird after like 9-11 everyone was just like let's just be racist in stand up like, let's just go for it let's just do it you mean like his character Ahmed the dead terrorist <laughs> yeah like yeah. if you go back and watch those you're just like holy shit no he's Jeff Dunham fucking blows uh, but this is what grandma sent to me a couple days ago there's a little smurf on there and says OMG I almost went to the toilet without my phone Wow. What do you think She's about that? She's getting a little less spiritual. She is. She <laughs> right? is like, like They used to be like Bible verses. <laughs> I know. She And, and now, now she's it's just, just like, like straight memes. <laughs> I think she's just on a summertime tip. Yeah, like if you do look at the feed of texts, it's out of the Bible. And then it's like inspiration, general inspirational mm-hmm. quotes. And now it's, I don't want to say devolved, but it's... Evolved. <laughs> it's evolved into... Jeff Just Dunham quotes. Okay. And uh, do you guys take your phone in the uh, 100% toilet? 100%. The bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think sometimes. sometimes yeah. I... It's like a bad habit. I'll do it at work or I'll do it anywhere. And then I realize like, oh, I've been in here too long, like a really long time. I'm starting to get like, Tingly feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, I, I should <laughs> stand up. I just pee. Yeah, oh, that happens sleep. to me all the time, yeah. And I just am like, wow, I have a problem and I should put my phone down. But then I'm like, let me just check Instagram one more time. Yeah. Twitter just, be, just be hitting sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Twitter just be on a, on a roll where you're just like, I don't want to leave. Well, there's some good shit out here. Never know. Like good stuff it never ends. There. Do you ever sit on the toilet for too long, Colton, while you're on your phone? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that's a thing for me. Oh, uh, so you're better, you're better than us? No, I think, uh, I mean, I just, I, I don't like hanging out in bathrooms. So that's fair. Hmm. So like, okay. I'll fair get enough, in the bathroom and I'll like get, do what I, as I need to do. And then I'm like, I want to get out of here. Like to each their own. If I'm hanging out in the bathroom. I just feel like I'm just like standing in a bunch of poop and pee. What about your personal bathroom? Um, I mean, maybe, but it's my personal bathroom. Then I could just walk out and sit in my living room and look at my phone. <laughs> like the reason I have to do it it's in fair. the bathroom. I don't know, man. You just got to try it. Try it next time. I'll get, you know what? You're right. I'm putting up some walls here. Don't need to do that. Branch it's out. My, my mission between now and the next episode. Really? Will, well, I guess next recording session will be to just go into my own bathroom at home mm-hmm. and look on my phone. 
I'm sure. And go to Ratchet Ass Twitter. Like, I'll go to Ratchet Ass. Oh, yeah. I'll send you some Ratchet Ass for a while. And just look at their and I'm sure my wife will have nothing to say about that. <laughs> and I'll just be like, I'm just in here on my phone. <laughs> Well, it's kind of a device to give yourself a little alone time. Where you, that's so. where it's like my mind just like starts, goes into my phone and it's like a little respite. Oh, away you know from what, the though? People. I got to say, though, here's the interesting thing about phones, though. But it, is it alone time? No. Mm. You know, like what, what happened to alone, like actual alone time where it's mm. like you go and you're sitting there and you're not, you don't have your phone, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Like those, it's still those, there. those moments are well, but you have to really you have to push for them to be there. Sure. Yeah. You have to make a conscious choice to like leave your phone in another room yep. and then go sit there. Because like if you're like looking at all the stuff on the internet, it's not a, it's not alone time. You're you're taking all these other people's thoughts into your alone time. I, I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, there's never a time I'm not in front of a screen. Because if like if I'm not looking yeah. at my phone, I'm looking at my computer. If I'm not looking at my computer, I'm looking at my TV. And sometimes yeah. I'm doing all three all of them. at the same time. Yeah, screen time. It's a big deal. I have deal. a very yeah, bad man. habit of doing that where I'm watching something, but I'm not really watching it because I'm just like scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I don't care about anything I'm looking at, but I'm still gonna. Yeah. And it's also the opposite end where it's like if you're in a waiting room, if you're in line, you could talk to people around you, but everyone just goes on their phone instead. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yes. like there was one shoot I did that was like up in a mountain at a kid's camp and no service. And we all had to like talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember after the shoot, I was like, oh, that's cool. That was like nice. It was cool. People you talked to people for once. Yeah. It was like a new thing. I was trying it. Something yep. like really risky for me. Uh, they did that on on the set of uh, on the set of the show. Uh, we did that one day. We made like a rule: no phones. Where no phones for the cast because we had like a big group scene. And what usually happens is we'll go shoot the scene, and then we'll come back, and everybody's sitting right next to each yes. other in their chairs, yes. all on their phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so we made a rule for like it was like, I think it got for one. It was like the whole day, and then people were like, "Let's not do the whole day. Let's just <laughs> make it. How about until lunch?" And so they're like, "Okay, until lunch." We won't use our phones. I hear Big Mouth does that. You're not allowed to bring your phone to the to the room. Like you have to leave it in your office, and everyone has to be no screens. That's good. That's cool. It's good. You know, I think it. I think it's. I think those things are good. If you guys ever want to uh, fall into existential crisis, read alone together. Ooh, this what's woman, that? Uh, Sherry Turkle, studied human inter- human interaction with technology since about 1981, and how our evolutions change from. Um, being offended if someone answered a cell phone call to being confused if a friend doesn't answer a cell phone call. Mm. And uh, she essentially says we need leisure time. We need like, we get, we're creative and we're like standing in line to get a coffee and not on our phone and our brain just starts wandering. We get bored and we just start thinking. Yeah. We need those times to be creative. Yeah. Um, and without them, you know, it's kind of hurting us. <laughs> I need that me time. Leisure Chilling out at the park. I'm talking me time. Me time. Till it's late and it's dark. Yo, it's just me time. And I'm sitting here fresh. Eating ice cream. Wash your hands with zest. It's me, oh, your oh, cell phone. Oh, oh. oh, shit. Pay attention to me. Have you been on Tinder? Anytime lately, it's your cell phone. Give me a swing. How about you buy a completely useless thing? It's your cell phone. Cell phone. Cell phone. Real slowly. Enough of my cell phone Give me that cell phone I gotta own myself Gotta pick a book up off the shelf And read it And read it good You gotta read a book up in Hollywood To learn some things To learn some stuff Put down your cell phone, that's why I'm going so slow. Before you put me down, how about you take a look 
at how in this app you can run a whole town. How about you take a beat notification into this leak of Jennifer Lawrence nudie tweets on your cell phone? I'm not supposed to look at that shit. I'm your cell phone. They didn't want me to see any of it i'm your cell phone it was a private thing and then she got i'm your cell phone but i guess i'm already looking so now i can't go back cell phone phone. and now let's take a trip into space. Space. Asteroids, comets, planets, moons, satellites, stars, quasars, black holes. These are all things you'll find in space. And we're here too. It's space, and it's what's up. All right, so now it's time to talk about some space. Uh, I just like to take a little time out of the day to talk about some alien stuff. Today I'd like to talk about the USS Nimitz encounter. Sure. You know this one? No. Oh, well, the USS Nimitz encounter took place in 2004. Uh, The USS uh, Princeton... Uh, part of the USS Nimitz strike group, noted an unknown craft on radar 100 miles off the coast of San Diego. For two weeks, the crew had been tracking uh, objects that appeared at 80,000 feet and then plummeted to hover right above the Pacific Ocean. Wow. When two F-A-18F fighter jets from the aircraft carrier Nimitz arrived in the area, they first saw what appeared to be churning water with a shadow of an oval shape underneath the surface. Then in a few moments, the white tic-tac-shaped object appeared above the water. It had no visible markings to indicate an engine, wings, or windows, and infrared monitors didn't reveal any exhaust. Uh, Black Aces Commander David Favor and Lieutenant Commander Jim Slot of the Strike Freighter Squadron 41 attempted to (laughs) intercept this craft, but it accelerated away. Reappearing on radar 60 miles away, it moved three times the speed of sound and more than twice the speed of the fighter jets. Wow. So this is a, an encounter with military. Yeah. Mm. Pretty intense stuff. They're not able to just call it a weather mishap this time. Mm. Nope, they're not going to get off so easy. Yeah, no way. Um, but they could say they thought maybe uh, that there was something weird in the ocean, you know, like a whirlpool or something. Like a Loch Ness Monster? No, probably just more like a whirlpool or some kind of thing inside the ocean that they thought it might be. Right. Yeah, like a Loch Ness Monster. Uh, oh, sure. Okay, yes. Exactly like a Loch Ness yeah, if Monster. We, if we both ask you, yeah. you'll But there is an interesting thing about uh, UFOs in, and, and water sometimes. A lot of times they're seen over water, seen like going into the water. Like Flight of the Navigator. Like Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, yeah. It kind of changed shape and went like... You went right down into the water. Uh, what's your take on UFOs? I think it's real. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they're out there. Okay. I think that that's why Obama aged so much. Oh, really? Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's like he saw, like, they were like, day one, they were just like, hey, yo, we got to show you this. And he saw it. Like, you know, like, you ever seen that, like, Ten Commandments? Um, when Moses goes up, yeah. and he comes back hella old because he, like, saw God. He saw God, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, so I it's, think it's kind of like that. It's like, they're just like, yo, let's be real with you, OB. And he saw it. And I think that's why Donald Trump's brain is crumbling, too. Because he knows there's aliens? Yeah. You think that... Do you, but if they would have shown Donald Trump aliens, don't you think he would have said something about it by this point? I think that it's so overwhelming. Like, uh, uh, fucking... Uh, what's that movie with Natalie Portman where she's depressed? Annihilation? She, yeah. Okay. How, like, it's just like, wow. It's so overwhelming that to explain it to someone, you just look insane. So he's just like... He's like, I'm Man, not y'all, it. y'all are tripping on all this other shit. Look, this alien shit. But he can't say that. He can't say that. So he's just like, fuck it. I'll just blame Mexicans for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Damn, man, that's cold. 
So you think Trump has seen it? Oh, yeah. You think every president sees it right away? I don't know who the first one was. Maybe it was that one who died like 17 days into office. Okay. That far back? Yeah. But how? <laughs> okay, when did Area 51 start? Like, when did all these things happen? In the 40s and 50s, right? So yeah, you're yeah. saying back hundreds of years ago. Maybe he saw it and then he just died mysteriously. Saw and it. it didn't come and when you say it. Wait, so you're talking about which, which president are you talking about? This one who, like, remember he, like, got a cold and then died? Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know, Nick? Uh, I think it's Zachary. Yeah. yeah. Zachary Taylor Thomas? Yeah. No, yeah. Just Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, Zachary Taylor Thomas. That's Jonathan <laughs> ZTT, Taylor ZTT, everybody's Let's favorite see. teen president. Zachary Efron. Oh, yeah. Okay, Zachary Taylor. He was the president. Uh-huh. Um and his term lasted from March uh, 1949 to July 1850. Okay. So not, not a long time. And he got sick, right? Yeah, he got sick um, and he died. Uh, but I just don't know how many aliens there were around back then. Why do we think aliens can't be an old-timey thing? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, but it's just that they, they like nobody was talking about them back then, were they? They were too busy trying to figure out whether they're going to let black people be people okay sure see i guess what i'm i'm looking for in the details of your story sure, is uh, i apologize president william henry harrison thank you that's the one oh, he okay. was the one so, it was it. like it's like months like he literally was only president for like a yeah, couple 30 of months days. Right. and that was one uh, though so what i'm saying is since area 51 sure. etc government programs absolutely. sure every new president gets briefed yeah and they get a little window in absolutely but we're talking about like you know back in the day Mm -hmm. you're saying that aliens still on the first day of after being inaugurated yes they were still presenting themselves to the president absolutely and then the president would (laughs) be like and he would be like yo i'm trying to tell everybody and they were like we're not talking about this we're trying to talk about owning people and okay all right fine i'll i'll keep this under wraps until you guys finish that conversation so the aliens are just waiting for us to get our shit together yeah. and find a president who's like, willing to be why? like, all right, I'll talk about you Yeah, guys. they're like, why are we still talking about, like, fix racism, <laughs> fix sexism so we can talk about this shit. But we're not ready. We're not ready. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't, they, but wouldn't a, a presence of aliens help fix those problems? No. No? It would only make it more complicated. Really? Like uh, District 9. I think District 9 was like... Okay. There's always going to be, like, it only makes it worse. Yeah, District 9, they, like, put the, it's basically like uh, apartheid. It's like apartheid. So yeah. they separate the aliens. They live in these, yeah. like, little, like, shanty towns. And... Oh, boy. Well, that's fucked up, man. So I guess we're, I, I, so the aliens may only cause more harm than good. If oh, of course. Can. Because and we're not ready to receive them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And where, yeah. where are you pulling all this information? Is this just, like, a hunch From to you? Dome, bro. I was offered the job of president once. No, no, no. That's not <laughs> how it works, though. But that's <laughs> you were offered the job Man. of president. That I, house of cards that just fell right there. So, if, so, so you're saying that if you were president, wait, that's what house of cards means? <laughs> it means like you're building something up that a house of cards. It's it's not it's not a very stable house. It's like uh, it's lies. Yeah. What did you think a house of cards meant? I just thought it was like a cute name for the White House. For the White House? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't no. know what to believe in. No, this so guy. like a house. <laughs> so like a house of cards, because cards yeah. obviously are not the most stable, you know, building material, right? Yeah. But you mm-hmm. can like build a tower, you know, with them. Right. But they could, a, you know, a light gust. And of that's what Frank is doing. He's building this thing up, and it's not that secure. Like if you start poking holes, you're in talking it, about you'll... the show house of cards. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Oh damn! You'll realize that he murdered Kate Mara. There you go. I mean, mm-hmm. these are spoilers. I don't know if people... That's like season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're looking to hop on to the acclaimed series House of Cards starring none other than Kevin Spacey. I know that he, he gave a poem on the street recently in yeah, Rome. A forgotten boxer. And so if you're like, oh yeah, Kevin Spacey, let me check out some he of his great work. Yeah. No did... spoilers, please, what for House do? of Cards. He did this poem about a boxer that everyone forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Outside just, of the museum in Rome. Yeah. Just cut, like, Just cause? like, just standing on this corner and read it? Or? Well, just remember he did that. Yes. And they were filming it. You remember how he did the video as his character? Yeah, that was weird. Cards? I saw that. That was weird. It was like in his Scary. kitchen or something? It was creepy. Right. Creepy. So it's just kind of like that. He's just still like, I'm still a performer, so I'm going to... Perform, yeah. <laughs> do stuff, I guess. Uh, okay, this is what I was thinking about. If somebody were to start House of Cards today, right. is that problematic? 
to start you, the series? Yeah, from scratch today. To reboot it? No, to watch it. Oh. oh. Is, oh, mm, like, problematic for who? That person. Like, is that person being problematic? Like, I, I, like, was, I was like, I've, I've never, I have never seen a full season of The Cosby Show. Never. Okay. okay. I've only seen, like, you know, because I was, like, Yeah, but I think you're putting was, too like, much power prime. in people's, mm. people watching something. Like, mm. somebody watches something, like, I don't care if somebody watched House of Cars. That's not doing anything. All right. So um, I can binge. I can binge watch all of Cosby Show. Hell yeah, you can watch all of Cosby Show. Watch every Woody Allen movie. Watch you want to work show. in television? You should watch the Cosby Show. See how they wrote it. See what it was all written about. You know, and you can also be like, that guy sucks, man. Yeah. It also makes a lot of the. You watch the Cosby Show, you're like, oh geez, there's like a lot of scenes where you're like, oh that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Like you become a critical viewer yeah, rather than a I passive mean, viewer. You know, it, mm-hmm. it would be one thing if you like walked out and were like, everybody got to watch Cosby Show. I say everyone has to watch the Cosby Show now. But if you're sitting at home and you want to watch the Cosby show, please just watch the Cosby show. Yeah. You know? Okay. I, I I wouldn't suggest buying it. Okay. You know, get mm-hmm. it, you know, try to get something free and streaming so there's no more profit being made to the show, but uh I feel like his profit streams to that show are completely cut off by now at this point. His profit stream to the show? From that show, yeah. Well, yeah, but then you'd have people who would argue that the people who people were creating who are, the show yeah, or that's true. you know, that's protecting true. him. Complicit? That's yeah. true. Huh. He could yeah. just get his profit stream. He just like stops getting paid for it. You can't get paid when you're in jail. Yeah. It's a crime. <laughs> it's a crime to make money when you're in jail. Really? Yeah. You can't be getting paid then. And then Not someone like could make the annoying. argument that it's a profit to make off of something that you did criminally, and they could make the argument that that was all money part is. of it. Hmm. This is all sound legal advice that we're offering. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So, Janine. Take that with you. Yikes. But basically, the point that I'm trying to say is that every president knows aliens. Yeah. I don't know when it started, but my guess is it started with that William dude. Yeah. So, and also... Yeah. This has been a trip into <laughs> space. Space. Be careful. If you find out about aliens, you might get your die on. Nice little warning there at the end. Just yeah, a little heads up because I mean that's you know cautionary. It's true. You don't want to live with that knowledge. Uh, what's the uh, uh, P- Pandora's box? Yeah, what's that? What's that? Or the Cassandra complex? That's what it is. Mm. Never heard from, of it. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. You guys familiar with the Cassandra complex? No, I need to watch that movie again. I watched it too young to get it. Yeah, Twelve Monkeys Great good movie. movie. Uh, the Cassandra complex is uh, knowing what the future holds, not being able to do anything about it. Oh, I like that. So like if you like knew an atomic bomb was going to be dropped at a certain time or to, you know, place and you couldn't do anything about it and you maybe even try to warn people, nobody would listen to you. You, you're, you know. That's actually going to help me with a sample of mine. Thank you. There you go. The Cassandra complex. Thank you. That's tight. Hey Alex, do you know what time it is? Um, is it, is it music time? Ooh. Yes. Welcome. It's the 1980s, but it is also apocalyptic. Kind of like Blade Runner. It's also music time. All right, that was a great intro to, to that. Uh, so, thanks. You got. I got to be honest. I'm calling an audible on myself. I was going to talk about something else, but talking about Cosby or watching the work of someone who has since uh, proven themselves to be uh, interesting. I like where this is going. Sexual, sexual assaulter or whatever they are, a criminal of some sort, a deviant, predator, predator, rapist, rapist, predator, rapist. Yeah, we're not doing a song on that. If you're waiting for, <laughs> you're waiting for a beat to drop on that, it's not happening. <laughs> I'm a predator. I'm a rapist. That's right. I chose to have the POV of this one. Yeah, that's the, and that's the loop. Uh, I'm a rapist. Uh, no, that's not what I meant. Um, Thank God. By that, what it made me think of was Charles Manson. Okay, keep talking. Which is also in the air right now with the new Tarantino film. But I just saw it last night. What'd you, think? What'd you think? Loved it. Yeah, I want to yeah, see it. Also really like um, it. Charles Manson was a musician. He was. And he's got music out there. And 
That's yeah. So I had heard he was friends with uh, new Dennis Wilson, who is this brother of Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. and they were all kind of hanging around at the time. And yeah, Charlie was a a troubadour of sorts. He he played and recorded some music. Oh yeah, you remember years ago when uh, me and you rapped on that track that had. Yeah. Charles Manson as the hook. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some say I'm no good. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, I forgot Dave, that was. Davo. What was that guy's name? Was that Davo? Davo beat? Davo Matthias. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that guy he was cool. To, he moved oh. to Sweden. That's right. You guys don't know who we're talking about, but... No. Yeah, me and Colton uh, rapped. There was like a hook that was Yeah, he was Charles just Manson like young kid, did stuff in the improv world and mm-hmm. comedy world, and then he wanted to make beats, and he made this like cool beat that was like at a sample of... Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. So yeah, that's just something to look up if you want to if you never heard Charles Manson's music, you should look it up. Uh, my <laughs> Check friend, him out. My so, friends and I in college listen to it. Yeah. Shockingly banal. Shockingly banal. Just boring middle of the road, unspecial. Yeah. It's kind of like Hitler's paintings, you know. Mm-hmm. They weren't yeah. like yeah. he wasn't popping off, but he this is what he was spending his time doing. But Melis Mussolini's comedic essays are fucking fantastic. Yeah. And so, uh, don't tell everyone to, to listen to Charles... Don't do what I'm doing, which is tell everyone to listen to Charles Manson's music. But, uh, you know, separate the two. And, and, just because uh, he, you know, he murdered people doesn't mean you can't listen to someone's, uh, you know, watch their movie. I think people have to be careful because you, uh, you can't just start not looking at things. No, you're right. You're right. Um, <clears throat> You know, there's a difference between watching something and promoting it. Yes. You know, um, you want to learn, say you want to learn more about Charles Manson because you're just interested in the inner workings of somebody's mind. I think it's good to go, well, what was his music? Let me hear this. Mm. And then you hear how like benign it is. And you're just like, oh, that's, you know, you know, like, I think, I think it's important. I think it's important for people to, uh, you know, open themselves up to stuff, you know. I think it's like it's I think the issue with that kind of stuff is when it's like after that stuff is found out when somebody's like, oh, we just heard this horrible stuff. Let's make another album with this guy. <laughs> I think that's where you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Know, like, like, I'm still willing to profit off of this. Yeah. Person. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm, I'm definitely fascinated with the mixture of quote unquote good and bad in people where we 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 want our heroes to keep it tight. Just be a hero. You know, you to. There's nothing, I think, more devastating to our kind of psyches if someone that we grow up with that also does really fucked up shit, you know? And uh, But, like, that's just humans. That's, like, everyone has some shit. Yeah. That's true. That is true. But I do also think, yeah, you just want to look at things as they are. But, yeah, it's it doesn't mean that if you are someone of prominence or doing good things in the world that... You, it's somehow like I'm a human. What do you want? Yeah, I raped people. Like, yeah. You know, I molested children. What do you want? I'm human. <laughs> we all got good and bad. It's like, no, nah, that's that's just yeah. fucked up. You can be like Mr. Rogers. You can. I think that dude has dark shit. I think that dude has dark shit, and we've all just agreed not to think about it because it would really? fuck us up too but much. But where is it? But where is it? It would have come out by well, now. Well, one of the things that was really, I mean, this isn't as like crazy as some of the other stuff, but he did ask a gay actor on his show mm-hmm. to to not come out to be like hey yo keep that shit on the wraps bro i'm trying to make this money and i'm just like well, well hold on a second <laughs> let's first of all i can guarantee you he didn't say i'm trying to make he this said, money. Hey, yo, keep that shit on the wraps <laughs> he's like i Don't fool congress up, yeah. i fool congress guarantee into giving them. public television Money and I'm trying to make this money. I think we could all look back and go, "Oh, the, what, the sad world that was created yes. at that time." That mm-hmm. if that would have happened, not only would that person probably have lost their job on the show, but that entire show would have shut down. And then public television would have been a wrap. It would have been and like, it could have been a wrap on public television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, you know, so it's like, a, yeah, you know, it was I mean, a, the guy, the actor is a black man, yeah. black actor, and. This is it's the actor that there's an episode where they both take their shoes off and put their feet into a kiddie pool together. Uh-huh. And this is at a time when uh, a lot of black people were being 
kicked out of kicked public out of schools, yes. hosed down, yes. etc. And so this was a big uh, kind of gesture that he did on the show and was like, this is important to see that and we're just the guy was like, people. and then I'm going to suck your dick while we're doing this. No, no, no. Don't on. fuck let's up just, my money, B. Let's just... Re- let's <laughs> Can chill, I suck my bro. own dick while I do it? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to suck. But but he, was, he was like, you got to... He was going down to the gay bars in Pittsburgh and yeah. uh, after oh, hours and he was like, can you do me a favor? Keep this on the low here because... We're fighting one fight at a time here, you know? Like, I we can't deal with idea. both of those. Yeah, things. I mean, look, I'm willing to admit that, like, really complex people, like, you know, do what... Like, Lyndon B. Johnson, probably the only president in, like, the last 30, 40... Or, like, yeah, when he was, since he was president, to make a major legislative move to help out people of color. Also, one of the most openly racist people oh, for in sure. the White House. Like, this dude, he should just pop off the n-word all the time yeah. but really he pushed for the civil rights act to get, lbj to get passed that's right why do you think he did that uh well the story <laughs> why do you think he said the n-word all the time no, uh i so, could well if he was so racist why do you think he was also doing that so the story that he tells is that uh he used to teach at this school in kolkata which is this small town in texas with predominantly brown people and when he saw those families, the ideas that he was raised to believe about those people, which is like, they're dirty, they're just trying to commit crimes, they're just smooching. He was just like, no, these are just regular families that, you know, want to get the same things that I'm trying to get. And it gave him a little bit of empathy. That's the story that he would tell reporters and stuff like that. And I mean, I don't buy it 100%, but I do believe that exposure to people of like all these reddit kids that are saying like racist ass things probably have zero black friends like mm-hmm. they're able to say that stuff because they're detached from it versus if you were to put them in a situation where they had to deal with people of color all the time and stuff like like i think that i'm not saying that it would change them or anything but i think that it makes that rhetoric a little bit more hard to like just be like i'm gonna do this shit. yeah for sure when you get to know somebody they stop but when it's abstract, you don't, you're afraid. Should we tackle racism? <laughs> <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. Up in the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Got the shit on lock. <laughs> Kennedy's blasted. I'm up in his desk. I'm signing shit fast, kid. That's what's up, sets. <laughs> Linda B. Johnson taking shit's door open. Yeah. Dropping M-bombs all day that I'm spoken. Oh, damn. From Texas, I keep it 100. Linda B. Johnson, go ask your mother. Yo, I'll give you rights if we keep it civil. You better act the way I want you to. It's evil. Carnival. Up on this beat is dangerous. Getting together, put your feet in the pool. Let's keep it cool, black and white. Mr. Rogers, like, yo, here is school. Better learn here how to do this shit. Let's chill it out one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Linda B. Johnson. LBJ. Linda B. Johnson. Linda B. Johnson. Linda B. Johnson. LBJ. What you want to say? Linda B. Johnson all day. Linda B. Johnson up in this piece. Don't know much about him. He don't know much about me. So there you go. Tit for tap. I thought you know. I don't give a fuck about LBJ. I prefer MLK. <laughs> I'm a white guy. I'm rapping. I'm a white guy. That's right, guys. Linda B. Johnson. Linda B. Johnson. Eating that mac and cheese. Yeah. Slurving up. Eating it nice. Got you on your knees. Slobbing on that Johnson dick. Yeah. Wetting up that Johnson prick. <laughs> Linda B. Johnson. Keeping shit real sick. LBJ, yes, anything I'll say, bet, just to get these people to suck my dick all day, yes. Little known fact, people thought I died from a cold. Nope, is that someone else? Yeah, okay, history is hard, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) History is hard, but still, little known fact, 
Yes, I died from someone sucking my dick, but you didn't know that. That's yep. right. The BJ and LBJ <laughs> stands for a BJ, and it'll take it all day. BJ. Oh, yeah. Lyndon B. Johnson. So, yeah, he's an interesting guy, man. Sucking on that Johnson dick. <laughs> the duality of man, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The duality. That's what it's all about. Well, and, uh, huh? if I'd like, if I can. Nope. Let me oh. start over. Oh, Back right. to one and action. Well, if I could take a trip to your local grocery store, oh. I want to bring you guys to my segment, which is called what is the jam space? Space, space, space. Wow. Your segment's called What is the Jam Space? What did I say last time? Where is the jam space? Oh, that's what it's, it's more called. More locale-based. Sure. Where? <laughs> maybe we start the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> what are you well, We're going to keep this all in, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know, I know. But it's really this more. This is cool. This is okay. live, actually. Yeah, so just look at Where? practice. Practice. <laughs> practice live right now. Where is the jam space? Today, I'd like to take you to a little store called Publix. Mm. Um, it's the Darwin Square store in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Beautiful. Yes. In that store, uh, you guys don't know this, I assume, but the jam is in aisle four. So that's where the jam space is. On the left or the right. To know. So if you head on down to 3253 Southwest <laughs> Port Street, Lucille Boulevard. In Port St. Lucas. Oh, oh Port Lucie. I see. I thought it was <laughs> Port St. Lucie Boulevard in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Great. We're in 3252 Southwest Port St. Lucie Boulevard in Port St. Lucie, Florida. That's 34953. That's right. Tell uh, them Janine Hogan from the Jam Space Podcast sent you. Now, uh, Publix used to work at a Publix, huh? I did. I worked at that Publix. That's you worked why at this specific Publix? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, hell yeah. That's Do you why think there's anybody it. there who's still working there from when you were working there? Yes, absolutely. Oh, for real? I'm, yeah. I'm checking it out right now. It's pretty cool. It's got like two giant like pink pillars. Okay. And the middle yeah. has the blue Publix or the, the green Publix sign. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with Publix? I went one time. My family all lives in Florida. Oh, okay. And uh, you've only gone side. once? To Publix. I've been to Florida many times. Wait, where'd you grow up? New York City. Oh, okay. But now they live in Florida. My mom's side, yeah. Oh, your mom's side. The family's in Florida. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. They're they- Haitians, so they live in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Haitians only live in three places in the United States. Where's that? South Florida, Boston, and New York City. Really? Boston. Boston has a massive Haitian population. I don't know why. Why are there no Haitians anywhere else? You know what? I don't know. There's a Haitian food truck here over on like Van Nuys, and it's dying because she's like, I don't know Haitians are here. That's what no she told Haitians. me. She's like, wow. there's no Haitians here, and oh this, this place is dying. Oh. Haitian food is my favorite food. Let's it's go, good man. stuff. Let's, let's go, go to the... F- let's talk a little bit about Sorry. Haitian food. What is it? What what okay. What is like a stable... Ha- like? So you're going to get some rice. Okay. Right? You know, some beans. Yeah. Maybe okay. some goat. Or oxtail. Oh, hell yeah. Some oxtail. I, I love oh, oxtail. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Big mm-hmm. oxtail fan. Some plantains. Yeah. Should all be involved in some sort of greens. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Sounds with good. with the goat or the oxtail, like what kind of flavor palette are we looking at? Here? Spicy, spicy, a little spicy, maybe saucy? some curry. A little saucy. Very much so saucy. saucy. They like putting sauce on top of things. There's, yeah. saucy. I, when I was like trying to figure out how to make food like my friend's family, where I was like, this is good. There's none in the area even like a lot of jamaican food is not there's not that many places here mm-hmm. um they use like a sauce that they call like ipis ipis mm-hmm. ipis and it's like that's like the sauce that makes everything so fucking good it makes it very spicy they use yeah. a spice called scotch bonnet a yeah. lot oh hell yeah that's well, very hard to find out here yeah. what was the first one epis epis how do you spell yeah, that epis seasoning base is it epis epis yeah epis epis some onions that's a good spice scallions garlic parsley oil yeah it's really good food processor yeah you have to put it in the food processor just a sometimes you serve the rice with something called sauce pois which means bean sauce straight up translates to beans you put it in a food processor until it's like thick yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you put that over some white rice or dui. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. was uh, was Haiti 
is that was that originally colonized by the French? Yes. Is that why there's so many French uh, mm-hmm. French yes. speakers who mm-hmm. come from Haiti? Mm-hmm. Do you speak French or Haitian? Or? Uh, I speak a little bit of Creole. I don't speak as much French as I should. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. How much yeah. should you speak? I should speak about eighty-five percent. I'm currently at thirty-two. And why are there not as many Haitians in New Orleans? You know what? I think it's because uh, one. New Orleans kind of got established after the French, uh, after Haiti uh, freed itself from the French. Haiti is okay. the only country ever to have a successful slave revolt. Yeah, uh, every other country mm. that's like freed themselves has had the help of white people. Sure. Haiti did not have that. Yeah, uh, but um, I think it's just like we're the reason why Louisiana got purchased from the United uh, from France, like the United States purchased Louisiana from France because Napoleon was in so much debt, he had to sell off that land. He had to sell off, and Louis the Louisiana purchase is, does not just cover Louisiana; it covers most of the most of the country. Midwest. Mm-hmm. We got a so, we got a great deal. Next on time it. you out here in the Midwest, thank Haiti. Also, Chicago founded by a Haitian man. Really? Wow. Yeah, he had a little. Uh, a little uh, what do you call those? Like it's a little shop. Like uh, back in the day, what like towns used to be like someone's like. Was that? I think it's like called like a homestead or something like a that. A homestead. Okay, mm-hmm. I've heard that word before. Uh, and it was his. He was like the first person to ever do it. And then it that and then little people were like, t- oh, this guy's thing. doing it. He yeah, started that, a food truck, and he was like, "There's no Haitians. There's no Haitians here. around here." <laughs> and then people started establishing other stuff, and then that grew into the city of Chicago. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you guys know each other? You said you guys are pretty good friends. I met Janine maybe five, maybe six, five, six years yeah. ago. At uh, the improv space, I saw her making out with some dude, and I said, "Who is this person making out with this dude?" What? Really? Swear. This is six years later. Seems out of character. He swears to this day that he saw something that didn't happen. Hold on a second now. So you're saying there's no way that you were making out with a dude at the improv space? Not the dude that he thinks it is. Oh, okay. Look. how many other redhead people would be on Gailey Avenue in the middle of summer at making out for Gailey? Yeah, yeah. That's, that I is spent, the exact improv space address. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I spent many years there. Oh, that's yeah. where I first started doing improv. Where's the improv space? Same I don't here. know where this is. Okay, Colton, you've been there. West what? Right? Colton, I, I first started doing improv when it was called Ultimate Improv. Okay. Oh, Ultimate Improv. That's where I met yeah. Heather Campbell. Oh, yeah. okay. Heather and I were doing a show. Over Colton by came to see uh, Westwood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by Fat Sal's or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Colton came to see the show. And afterwards, to Heather was like, what the fuck is this? What are you fucking doing here? <laughs> and then I met, that's when I first met you. And then uh, the second time I met you was at a bar, whatever that bar is off of by the Hollywood Palladium. But you were like, hey, come over to UCB. You said, why don't you come over and do improv over here? And uh, I did. That's the same thing that happened with us. Yeah. Like, we met at the same exact spot. Well, and we after, also she, like, after she fucking stopped finger blasting this dude. I was, on the yeah, fucking she was finger, finger blasting this dude. <laughs> she was finger, no, that's true. She was finger blasting him, yeah. Yeah. You were finger blasting the dude? <laughs> Little known fact. Listen. Like I won't admit to. I won't admit to making out with him, but I absolutely did finger blast him on the street. <laughs> okay. yeah. It just didn't happen. Listen, I don't Respect up to for it. Sure. I don't up to it. I think making out is dope. I fucking love making out with people. Eh. But not that I didn't do it with this person. Yeah, not as good as finger blasting. That's true. Okay, and so that's when you first met. Yeah, yeah. She, you were doing some of this. Your beats and stuff, or just your no, doing comedy? No, this was way before I discovered any of this. Right. I was yeah, doing we were doing, we were both trying to stand do stand up, yeah, and a mic. Um, with mic my, out there yeah, we had they had an Monday open mic nights. there every Monday night. Right. Yeah, we'd be out there all the time. And, and you were making out with somebody after an open mic? It was actually after an improv jam, which is so much worse. Oh. Uh, <laughs> your, oh. uh, your 20s, you know? Gina <laughs> uh, was probably like 22 at to the be time. in your 20s, maybe 21. Not even 21. Yeah. Yeah, she was very she was like, like, wow. You were feeling it. You were like, woo! I was like, woo! I'm a twenty-one. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to do comedy, baby. Yeah. Straight out of South Florida. That's it. You know it. <laughs> Hollywood, Westwood. What's up? Yeah, yeah. That's good times. And then we uh, started. We had our own podcast called Frenemies. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet title. Thank you. Um, and then yeah, we've been friends ever since we. Mm-hmm. Got some tattoos together mm-hmm. no, a couple tattoos? weeks ago. 
I got this one. A couple I got weeks. this Sweet. one. Yeah, I think the so. The crown. The Basquiat. Yes, Sweet. yes, yes. And then she got that noodles on a fork. Dude, that's, that's sick. Oh, I Thank thought you. that was a bird. Oh, okay. Oh, no. No, man. I thought it was that's like, noodles I thought on it was fork. like a long tail mm-hmm. from this side. From I was looking at it upside down. Upside down. Right, and we're getting more okay. tattoos together. But I see it now. What? Awesome. Our next one's a matching tattoo. Right? Mm-hmm. Are really? you serious? Mm-hmm. You guys are fucking friends. No, we're best friends. How many this tattoos do you have? You're best uh, friends. I got, yeah. This is the Jesus. coat of arms of Haiti. Right here, I got a Jesus. Basquiat. Uh, not Basquiat. Uh, James Baldwin quote. Uh, I got Whoa. kill the wolf right here. And then this is a. Uh, my best friend Dwayne, tattooed on my arm. Oh man, you got a lot of tattoos. Yeah, yeah I want to get. If you guys go, let me know. I've been wanting to get some more tattoos. Let's go, man. Oh, let's yeah. go. I'm Do down you guys to have go. Three D. You go to. It's literally just availability that we haven't been able to. Yeah. He's wow. got a job. Selfish. Can you I get a tattoo, you guys? Oh hell yeah! You don't have one. You don't no have any? way. Come on, you want to do it? I don't know. Let's all get <laughs> let's all get jam space. Oh, that's funny. I uh, I'm, I'm down. I used to. Yeah, I, like I got no Let's tattoos, but let's start now. Like, this is a podcast I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it ended? Come on, folks. <laughs> I'm thinking of the future. You know. How far? Okay. How far? I told you we promised to do this for forty years in the future. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, sees himself. He, he every time something ends, he gets a ring on his wrist. Like a tree to commemorate the ending, so he just has rings going up his arm now. Wait, uh, what ends? Just anything so like ends? We like we're in a band together, and when that ended, he got a ring around his as a, like a tattoo ring. A tattoo, like a tattooed, like yeah, yeah. Ring yeah but his he ring. doesn't okay. do it like okay, dinner's done. Time to get another <laughs> ring. Like, oh my, my parents passed away. I'll get two rings. Uh, you know, okay. stuff like it's, that. Like to, so, it's like major events in his, his life. Just, yeah. He puts so he just his discretion as to what his own discretion. And yeah. the thicker, the more important. The thinner, the less important. Oh, that would hurt. How big is the that band? That would hurt to be like, hey, yo, this is this is when this, and I'm like, yo, this is hella thin. No. Yeah, that's we when boys. we broke up. He oh, doesn't. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he doesn't know which one is which anymore. He if he's got doesn't. rings. All he yeah, interesting. Okay. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool that he doesn't know which one is which. And he you know just, who it is? You know who his friend is? Huh. Billy Ray Cyrus, <laughs> <laughs> who just had his first number one single. Yeah, right. congratulations. Was that his first yeah. one. First one. He didn't have to put uh, a wait. ring around that. Achy Breaky Heart was number, number four. One. It never made it to number one. Stop that number four. We that had song this, was huge. Yeah. I only know this because I had a huge argument with someone about it. That wow, Achy Breaks that My song Heart was so huge. Yeah, <laughs> that's so surprising to me. <laughs> yeah, that that song Applause never made break. number one. <laughs> and, although you. the VHS has sold like hotcake. The what, VHS? The VHS of Achy Breaky Heart? Yeah, mm-hmm. teaching you the line dance. Yeah. Like oh. that's when oh it was like... That's uh, when I first saw it, yeah. yeah broke records. Yeah, that's said, where no. you saw it? Mm-hmm. On VHS? <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to learn to dance. And then, my, and then my parents bought me the... Do you guys... You were in New York trying to learn how to do the Achy Breaky Heart dance? Because <laughs> I saw it on Kids Songs. Do you guys remember Kids Songs? Uh, I no. don't know. Kids, oh. kids Songs. No, it's this thing me. called Kids Songs. It's uh, It was like kids singing... All right, so I was raised I got very the rude. idea. It sounded yeah, like Kids Incorporated or any of those kids shows. They're like yeah. singing and dancing. Yeah, it was like that. And so one of them was Achy Breaky Heart. And I was like, I want to learn this dance. And my parents got me the VHS to You've learn the nice dance. got parents. Yeah. Well, I, they're very religious. And they're just like, this seems very inoffensive. Oh. Compared oh, to what okay. all the other kids on this street are <laughs> listening to, <laughs> I just love, wow. where in Brooklyn were you? I was in I was living in a, a, a like Bronx at this time, so they were just like <laughs> <You're in> the, <laughs> little you in the Bronx, just dancing, dancing. with achy breaky heart in yeah. your living room, awesome. while like you know out on the street, you know hip hop is yeah, being blasting. invented. Big Pun is blasting <laughs> so loud. Yeah. <laughs> And my parents are like, keep him away from that. Here. Yeah, you stay in here, your achy, breaky heart. <laughs> yeah. All and now life. I do improv. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, revolutionary musicians, poets, speakers down the street from you. And then you're inside doing uh, achy, breaky heart. I think our guests for our next session door? are coming in. You thinking. know what? That's the first time I've heard the doorbell ring in this house. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'll come on in. Yeah. Uh, What's up? All right. we're, we're, we're still in the middle of this one, but yeah, yeah. If you guys just hang, we'll, we just got a few minutes left of this. What's up, Nolan? So good. And we're back. Yep. Do me a favor. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Just don't tell my heart, okay? 
Don't tell my heart. Why? Why not? Just because it's it's pretty fragile. I heard that they the might... doctor diagnosed you with a very specific type of heart. Yeah. What was it? Don't tell my heart, my achy bricky heart. It just might not understand. It might not start it if you tell my heart, my achy bricky heart. I don't remember the song. My heart, oh my heart, it's achy and breaky. It's so fragile, so please don't shake me. It's gonna die, it's gonna fall. It's like a glass menagerie heart, y'all. It was breaking on the floor in shards gonna cut your feet it's hard yeah it's sharp my heart is aching my heart is breaking it's for the taking. I need some nitroglycerin because my heart might stop uh. I need some medicine because I popped out my blood vessels my uh, uh, a, whatever that shit is, I got that AFib, it's Crayfib. <laughs> I'm bleeding out my face and my eyes. Shit. My heart is spraying blood down to my thighs. Aw, oh, snap, I need a disguise. I put on a funny mask and die. Don't tell my heart, don't. my achy breaky heart. Don't tell I it. don't think it will understand. Will and not. if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, heart, and it will blow up and kill this man. My heart is aching and breaking uh. Once again, it's earthquaking Shaking uh. to the core, won't be beating no more Yeah. Please, just come and beat down my door I got rings, rings, rings up my arms For every fucking time that you fucking broke my heart This one was, um, that's kind of far In the past, cause I don't remember anymore Wow, but it's thin Cause I don't give a fuck, bitch About when you broke up with me and shit You just moved out And I was like, alright I mean, I'll get a tap But it'll be hella fucking light It'll be barely visible Cause I can't see shit Cause I don't fucking care, bitch It hit your heart With a knife Yup I'm not hurt, alright don't, don't tell my heart, heart. Tell my, my achy breaky heart. heart. Please, I just don't think you understand. I would never understand. If you tell my heart, get it. my achy breaky heart, it might blow up and kill this man. Uh, well, hold on. My heart is about to blow up. It's going to kill me. It's got dynamite around itself. It's going to blow up and kill this man. It's going to kill this man. Just please understand. Don't tell it anything. What? Don't tell my heart shit. It's gonna blow up and kill this man, yo. I gotta get out of here. Oh I no! Go. Oh man! Oh shit! Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Yep. And that's another jam space. We've logged another episode of the Jam Space. Thank you, Edgar, for being a part of yeah, this. Yeah, dude. Thank you so uh, much for having you know, Huge. What we do at the end of every show is we like to send a special message out to the person listening to the show as if they were just another person in the room hanging out with us. Okay. Uh, we actually got this idea from Mr. Rogers. Oh, okay. So, I know you hate him, but... Uh, this is it. So by doing this, we are no way endorsing Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just going to say, hey, listener, thanks so much for taking some time to hang out with us and listen to our sweet beats and fun songs and i hope you learned a little something too about what happens when presidents learn about aliens and also learned that if you want to go out to those gay bars go ahead and do it just go you know what it's okay now it's a safe space yeah exactly it always was okay but society is finally catching up <laughs> that's what's up think about the people who've come before us the ancestors and you know they've been through a lot of stuff and so let's just be grateful their bodies are in the earth making trees life is crazy life is short don't listen to that anxiety just like take a deep breath go deeper find your best friend and just make something great sing a song yeah sing a song feel everything you're feeling because it's okay to feel that and it's okay to get that out there sometimes you know like we did in this episode you have to work through things on the spot and you can do that too so i just want to say you know what thanks so much for spending this time with us and i hope you leave here and think about how you can grow and how we can grow
Thank you for hanging. Thank you for listening to me be stupid. You know what? I hope that you understand that people are complicated and I hope that you realize how complicated you are and realize that that's what makes you you. And I like that. So I hope you like it too. Edgar, where do people find you online? What are you up to? What do you want to plug? Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at AwfulGram, on Twitter at Edgar Mopus here. Check out a podcast I have on Citra Premium called The Wokest. The Wokest. Uh, and then check out uh, Culture Kings on the How Stuff Works. Actually, sorry, iHeartRadio Network. That's about it. Love it. If you want to email us a beat, you want to say what's up to us in any form, we encourage it. You can email us at jamspacepodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on social media. Hit us up at jamspacepod, both on Twitter and Instagram. And check out that Patreon. Patreon is all the good shit. The Flow Zone podcast. We got all that bonus podcast. coming up, so come and sign up. Subscribe, and we'll keep this jam space open. Alive. Until I'm 80 years old with a jam space tattoo. That's right. All right, y'all. It's been jam space. See ya.